Hey there guys, welcome to another episode of TechLink. Um haven't uploaded in a week because I have been out on a trip to nearby Shaman, um which is a city, pretty well developed city, next to Shanghai. I say next to it's a two hour flight. Um so yeah, that was fun. It's a whole week, um, Sunday to Sunday, and yeah, quite a bit of drinking, um, a lot of partying, visited a few places, so yeah, it was decent, and now I'm back in Shanghai, and ready to start off again and record. Um, now, I just want to address the podcast itself. Um, we've really veered off, haven't we? I mean, this was supposed to be a tech podcast, and I I still do kind of talk about technology at times, but it's just become less and less, which, you know, I don't mind, to be honest. Um, and during this week, I've completely shut off from looking at tech news and technology and phone news and stuff, and, you know, it doesn't mean I'm not going to cover it. I still will cover it, in fact, have um, a couple of bits and bobs today that I want to talk about, but it just means that, you know, this will be, I might have to even change the name of this, it's more of a personal sort of podcast, just sort of like a video journal, video journal, an audio journal kind of thing, um, which, you know, that's a whole other category in itself, but I'll be willing to go there, um, in fact, I've already gone there, the last episode wasn't, had nothing to do with technology, I think it was about uh, your friends and leaving school and stuff like that. So, while there's definitely tech in it, um, and there might still be tech in it, and in fact, there's tech in it today, like I say, um, it's probably going to veer off a bit more into the personal side of things. Um, and, you know, not discuss tech as much. Not that, ha- not that we have been uh, the past weeks, but that's just how it will go i think from from this moment onwards i'll consider a, a change of um of title change of logo that kind of thing a redesign um but i don't know yet i mean i, I have to i have to think about that um right um technology technology so there are a couple of things um that i have actually caught my eye First of which is the Sony Xperia 1 Mark II, which I've talked about before as being really interested in. Well, I don't know if I have, but I am very interested in that phone um, to replace the current Redmi K35G, uh, which, by the way, is recording the podcast. Um, but the Xperia 1 Mark II was officially announced and is up for pre-order quite a few places, um, including here in China, and the pre-order dates, the release date, sorry, is the 17th of this month of June, so that's pretty soon, um, and they am definitely eyeing it up, um, the thing with Sony, Sony is very small here in China, in, I don't think I've ever seen a Sony phone in real life, um, on the streets of Shanghai, ever. Um, I think I saw, back in the day, 
um, the old Xperia models, like the Xperia XZ3, the XZ1, the XZ Premium, those phones, I, I did see them on the streets, uh, and you know th those were fine. And I, I always liked the fact that they were super rugged, ruggedized, or not ruggedized, they always had that protection against water, which no other phones had, and I thought it was super cool, and I think my, my dad even wanted one at some point, but <clears throat> he's on an iPhone. <clears throat> He's on iPhone 6, really. Um, he might upgrade to an SE or an 8 Plus. We'll see. Um, anyway, off topic. The 1-2, which I'm going to call it 1-2, it's 1 Mark 2, is appealing to me because it's different. Now, I um, I really like the design of, of the phone. Um, if you've seen it, it's... It's a 21 by 9 um, so it's quite a long phone. It's a long and narrow phone, which means it's easy to grasp in the hand. It's, you know, it's not a wide phone. And I know some people like wide phones and, you know, some people still want 16 by 9 in their lives, like we had a couple of years ago, but 21 by 9 definitely has its benefits. I mean, it's really easy to um to hold it in one hand and to scroll around in one hand and yeah it's long so does i mean it's not necessarily oh my god i've put myself into a hole here because now that i think about it isn't that easy if it's that tall to you know reach up for the notification but you know for scrolling through social media with one hand and it's easier you get to see more content top and bottom that sort of thing um and also it's great for watching content um, cinema content that is because YouTube content most of it is in 16 by 9 still but I just like that and I like the fact that it's f you know the bezels are even pretty much you know there's no notch no protrusions um, one of the I'm big concerns with my current phone the K35G is its bezels um, no, not not really its bezels it's punch hole cutouts pill punch hole cutout thingy um, and the reason for my problem with it is that essentially there's bleed um, I don't know how to describe it but whenever there's a white background uh, there's shadowing in the LCD um, I don't know if this is a specific to LCD problem or if it happens on all the punch holes but yeah I just I really don't like that uh, it's probably a very nitpick nitpicky thing to comment on but yeah, I just don't like that. And and this trip um, that I went to, you know, I had that idea in mind, the Xperia 1 Mark II. I was like, yep, that's what we're going for. And I still definitely might go for it. Um, it looks fucking, sorry for swearing, it looks very amazing. Um, it's got, well, like I said, the screen is fantastic. It's 4K HDR OLED, a 21x9, you know, bezels, that are even with no protrusions that sort of thing and then uh, i think that's that i like a lot is its camera now i've been taking a lot of pictures um and i have had some decent cameras on phones um i've you know the s10 was decent but that's about it actually i haven't really had a great phone camera uh, i don't think ever i've had the best phone camera 
but the camera on the Xperia Mark II just promises so much. It's got um, a lot of the Sony Alpha technology uh, present in Sony cameras, um, which they've transferred onto their phones. And it's looking great. And there's no fancy stuff, I think. There's no 50 times zoom. There's no... It's just a simple 12-12-12 um, versatile, you know, wide, ultra-wide tele uh, setup, which promises to do things really well, and the amount of granular control that you get on the camera is amazing. Now, I take quite a bit of photography um, with my phones. Um, I don't really post a lot of it, but I like to take stuff, um, and not just for memories or whatever, like I actually do go outside a lot of times just to sort of specifically capture things and play around with things and I, I do like that and uh, actually I do have an Instagram account where I, I post some of them um, I'm not going to disclose it I just don't want people going there following me I don't mind I don't care about the followers but yeah there you go I do actually do photography stuff quite a bit um, I do have a, a camera it's a Canon EOS 6, it's quite old, it's very old, uh, I use that, and, you know, I, I do use Lightroom on my, um, Yoga C940, and on my, well, on my phone to edit, and I do take mobile photography as well, and all this is say, is to say that I'd really appreciate, um, the granular control of the Sony, and, you know, the alpha technology and you know stuff like eye autofocus um that kind of thing is really helpful in shooting with people and i just really no, it's really appealing to me um that sort of thing and you know the fact that it's completely bucking all the trends um it's got a headphone jack with supposedly great audio in it you know it, it's it's reminding me a lot of lg and that it's just bucking the trends and not, you know, nobody else is, is talking about them. No one's talking about them. Well, I mean, there are a couple of people who are talking about it, but no one's really talking about them. Uh, Sony's got that same problem um, where they, they don't really market very well at all. Um, and their pricing is too high. And it'll probably be the case with this. I mean, the estimated price of the China model is 7,000 RMB, which is insane. For that amount of money, you can get yourself a, an S20 Ultra. Uh, you can get an S20 Ultra for less than that. Um, new. Yep, new. Now, of course, being in China, um, hopefully, it'll be slightly cheaper when the Hong Kong models roll out and the international models roll out. Um, a good example of this is the S20 Ultra itself. Like, the Chinese, I think I talked about this before, the Chinese S20 Ultra is 10k, uh, 10,000 RMB, which is around about 1300. But the official price, it's di it's directly um, converted. But the Korea models and the Hong Kong models are about a couple of grand cheaper, even three grand cheaper at times, and they're basically the same phone. It's just that you're missing out on specific China only things um, which uh, again could be useful but they're very minor sort of like um, not being able to I don't know not being able to use your face 
to pay for things and having to use a fingerprint scanner. You see, that's something that I just don't care uh, about. I'll put in my code to pay for stuff. Like, I don't care. So, hopefully they'll be cheaper. I'm, I'm thinking maybe 6k, 5k for it. Um, and yeah, hopefully I'll be able to, to grab it. But I was, I had the idea of going for the Xperia 1 Mark II. Um, and then I went on a trip with my friends to Shaman, um, and oh my goodness, I have apple fever, yep, I have apple fever, literally, I went with six people on this trip, um, I, I included, so five other people, and they all had iPhones, all of them were deeply, deeply entrenched into the Apple ecosystem, oh my god. And it was just so annoying when someone would take a picture and they'd go to share it and they just use AirDrop. And I was just like, well, um, I don't have AirDrop. You're going to have to email me that. You're gonna, sorry, you're going to have to you know, WeChat me that picture. It was just so crushing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I do have Apple Fever. And just, just the simplicity of everything, the fact that you can do everything seamlessly across all devices, the fact that, you know, most, if not everyone, um, could just share things together between each other very easily and do a lot of things, have, you know, have a an iMessage group chat, that kind of thing. It's just, I just got, I felt kind of left out, not going to lie, I felt kind of crap on my K35G worth 2,000 RMB uh, while they were on, I think, how many? Let's see, four of them had iPhone XS Maxes. That's the 2018 model. Uh, the top of the line 2018 model. One of them had an 11 Pro Max, and one of them had a. Uh, well, no, and then three of them had. Wait, one, two. Yeah, three of them had uh, XS Maxes. One of them had a 10, so the original 10, and one of them had an uh, 11 Pro Max. So everyone was on was on board. It was a fucking. Apple Fest, and then they all brought iPads along. I mean, I brought my iPad along, but yeah, that's not. It's a tablet, um, and on the go, it's not really that useful. So, I didn't, you know, I didn't bring it with me and everywhere. It's not even a cellular iPad. It's a 2017 iPad Pro, I think. Um, 256 Wi-Fi model. And I watch it for. I use it for watching stuff mainly in Chinese lessons and stuff. So. I did bring it along and I did watch content, but just just felt really unplugged and left out with the the whole phone situation. And the thing is, right, out of all the phones that you know, out of all the phones in China that you know that, that are cheap, Apple's the one exception. They just don't go down in price. I was looking at the price of an iPhone Tennis Max because I was curious. I was like, oh my goodness, everyone's got this. Um, well, three of the six have it. And I was just looking around on Taobao for the pricing, and it's still double what my phone costs new. Oh my god. Well, my phone was cheap, to be fair, but for example, you can get a. So it was 4550 for a XS Max, um, which I'd argue is not a good deal, but then again, I'm not, in a, I'm not in the Apple ecosystem. So for someone who is, and is coming from a from a 6 or a 7, this might be a fantastic deal, but you could get yourself an S20 from Korea, an S20, 
for the same price as a, as a 10s max um yeah so that's insane they don't lose any value whatsoever and you know my my friend who was on a trip with me he bought it second hand um for about the same price 4000 he bought it for um second hand and it's lasted him and it's great kit from 8 plus everyone on their bloody iPhones so yeah I have a bit of an apple fever and I am debating whether it's worth waiting um for the 12th line of iPhones you know the 12 pro 12 that those ones 12 pro max whatever or well there's three choices here just not get an iPhone at all um there's wait until the 12 pro or 12 whatever or just get an 11 pro max and call it a day um ugh it's so annoying because i I, like I said, I had things planned out. You know, I, I knew where I wanted to go with this. But then, you know, the stupid trip. <laughs> there was a spanner in the works, and now I'm left with a choice here because I have an iPad. Um, I have an iPad which could pair very well with the iPhone. And the only thing that isn't really Apple, that wouldn't really be Apple, would be my MacBook. My MacBook. Oh my god. I called it a MacBook. Would be my Windows PC, my Yoga uh, C940, which, by the way, still has fan issues, but anyway, they've been drastically reduced. But anyway, the only piece of kit that wouldn't be Apple it would be the MacBook. So, yeah. Crap. Um, the MacBook would be the Mac. I called it the MacBook again. I swear, it would be the Windows PC, it would be the Yoga. Um, and, you know, and I'd get iTunes installed and I'd make it work. Blah blah blah. I could even hackintosh it if I wanted to, but no, I wouldn't do that. I'm just, you know, envisioning this, and it's really hard. It's really hard now um, because I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to go to university. Is everyone there just going to have an iPhone, and am I going to be in the same situation as before, where I'm not going to be able to, you know, enjoy that part? Am I going to feel left out? And I think that's why most people buy iPhones. It's because their friends have it, you know, they're not really into technology, they're not really into this world, they don't really care about specs, they don't care about camera tech, they don't care about anything, they just need a phone that works, and that was the main selling point of the iPhone, That was the, that's why it's carried so much damn weight over the years, because people just want a phone that works, and that their friends have, and that's it. And I guess I, 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 there is an appeal to that, you know, you don't have to worry about any of this stuff. About megapixel count, about fucking milliamp hours on the battery, about Snapdragon 8 this, Snapdragon 8 that. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. It's all in one place, it's all made by one company, it's all done seamlessly and cohesively, and it works across everything. And that's really appealing to me um, right now. Uh, hopefully, I, you know, I'll have to pour some water over my head um, just to wake myself up, hopefully. Because I can't believe I'm saying these things after spending years following technology and just being a complete Android fanboy. Uh, I don't know if I could even switch to iOS, but it's becoming super appealing um, to me. So yeah, that's that. Um, yeah, there is one more thing actually I want to talk about uh, before I close up. We've been 20 minutes now. And that's the game situation. Um... I've completely gone away from that. I've just reevaluated 
my necessities and priorities and what I want to spend money on. And gaming is just not, it's just not there. I don't even game that much as it is. Um, so instead of, you know, going for an eGPU or a console or a Switch or whatever the hell I said, I'm actually going to go for a good pair of headphones. Um, now, let me talk you through my headphone situation. I currently have a pair of Bose QC35 Mark 1s, which I've been using since 2016, which have been very good. Um, however, they're starting to fucking wear. I don't know why I'm swearing so much in this podcast. I have no idea. I'm sorry for any young listeners watching, uh, although I am quite young. Well, for anyone who's under... Then again, I am under. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I have a pair of QC35s, uh, Mark 1s, from 2016, the ones with the um, USB, micro USB charging and no... Before the Mark 2s, anyway. Before the Mark 2s introduced um, assistant support and... Um, was it USB-C charging? I, I have the Mark 1s, and they've been great, you know. On all the flights that I've taken, I've carried them with me, and I've listened to music and stuff, and podcasts, and the isolation, noise cancelling is still very good. However, they, you know, they're wearing out. Um, the leather on the ear cups starting to go. There's a dent on the side. Um, the leather on the headband is, again, starting to go, because uh, I use them so much. And, um, oh yeah, the actual case, the airplane adapter, one of the plugs, I don't know how you call it, one of the jacks, the input thingies snapped, so that doesn't work anymore. So, yeah, I think definitely for a university student, a more wise investment, in my eyes anyway, is to spend on a pair of good uh, noise-cancelling headphones for use at libraries or even in your dorm people are making noise or I don't know yeah libraries and cafes and stuff and just being able to focus and study um, so I think that's what I'm going to do instead and I am currently looking at options I'm not going to spring for anything I have plenty of time to decide this um, so I'm going to take my time um, a couple of early sort of picks, I guess, the um, Sony WH-1000 Mark III's um, are there. However, I, I, I'm I hesitant to pull on those uh, and to uh, you know secure those just because the WH-1000 Mark IVs are due to release and there's plenty of rumors on that and stuff, so I don't know. The um, Sennheiser PX-552's, they look really good as well. Uh, from Sennheiser, and I'm, I am looking at those quite heavily. However, I did hear the f- a few reviews saying that they were a bit uncomfortable. And the thing is, the Bose QC35s, which I use, um, they're super, super comfortable. I think I've worn those for 10 hours, 11 hours straight on a flight, and I did not even notice them. Like, they're super comfortable, they're super plush. So, yeah, comfort is a big thing for me. Uh, I am, of course, looking at the second gen, the QC35-2s, as just a direct replacement for them. But I feel like they're a bit old now, so it wouldn't be the best value. Um, and then, of course, there's the 700 series from Bose, which look great. Um, 
and the Sennheiser, what is it, Momentum Wireless 3s. So yeah, those are the mainstream, and you know, I'm also looking at B&H, not B&H, B&O, um, I'm looking at uh, Marshall, and uh, another more obscure brands, even Razer has their own. So yeah, I'm, I am looking around, um, I haven't done anything yet, I haven't really done much research on it, but expect updates from it soon, I suppose. Um, but anyway, thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Tech Link Podcast.